Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. We're back. We're a little weird getting up this morning on a Thursday, starting the work week on a Thursday that was felt like a Monday. I actually forgot some steps. I was just talking with Joe about that. I got up this morning because I have this routine. I missed a few things. I missed the time I was supposed to have the black tea for the caffeine hit. Um, I missed turning the thermostat down so I'm not sweating the entire time watching the show. I've only been off three days, but we don't take a lot of time off. I've got huge updates for you. Uh, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon Cowbell, make a return today. Uh, easily the worst political instincts in modern American history. Evil's real. I've got video. It's going to prove it. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Just a quick news update to Boris Johnson, Prime Minister UK, uh, resigns as the party leader today. Um, it just goes to show you when you pretend to be a conservative and you don't do conservative stuff. Shocker, fellas, you're going to lose conservative support and be dangling out there on your own. Well, it should be a lesson for a stunner. I know you're stunned, Joe. Take it easy. Take a nitro pill if your heart's having trouble right now. Stunning. Compare Boris Johnson with Ron DeSantis and you'll see what I mean. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. Let's go. And we are back, boys. We We're are back. back. We are. Joe's like, I don't know what to do with myself with this few days off. <laughs> I, I know, because we don't usually take days off. But I, I, I hope you understand, folks. I've got to, uh, as I get a little older, I got a young daughter. My oldest is 18, but my youngest is 10. And I want them to experience some stuff. So we'll get to some of that quick vacation update because it speaks to a lot more than just my personal stories. Uh, first, um, on a kind of a little bit of a dour note, not to start the show at a dour note, but evil's very real, folks. Um, I hope you understand that. And I'm not trying to be metaphysical or wax philosophic like Plato or Socrates from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> Socrates. But it is real. And, you know, it reminds me of the usual suspects at Kaiser Sose line. Remember that, guys? The, thing? the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was getting people to believe he doesn't exist. Mm. Well, it replaced that with evil. I think that's real. I, I, I really genuinely believe in, in, in the occurrence of evil. And if you ever need more proof of that, I want you to watch this quick clip in a news report about Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren, who is a noted, uh, noted filthy person with a history of dishonesty, corruption, uh, just a genuinely awful human being who has used every single lever of power because she's a weak, filthy human being. Um, to leverage that system to get herself in power to then abuse it. She's claimed to be an Indian. She has uh, brought her family, embarrassed her family, bringing them into her fake Indian story. This is a genuinely evil human being. There are these pregnancy centers, crisis pregnancy centers and pregnancy centers around Massachusetts. Their goal is pretty clear, to save human life. If you're looking for an abortion, you can go into that pregnancy center and you can get assets uh, and you can get help to save the life of that baby so you hopefully don't choose abortion. This is a genuine good. No one's forcing you. They legally cannot prevent you from getting an abortion or what they want to. You'd never go in. 
the prevent, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. They can't legally prevent you from getting it, but they're trying to stop it because they want to save human life. This is an unequivocal good. There's no disputing what they do is a genuinely good thing. Elizabeth Warren is absolutely committed to killing babies in the womb, no matter what. And the fact that a, a, a parent who has a child in the womb, that, 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 that woman, right, may have an option and go into a pregnancy center drives her nuts. She wants them shut down. She wants to make sure that baby's killed. Listen to this news report on this genuinely, genuinely awful, sick human being. And then tell me evil isn't real. Check this out. Senator Warren also taking aim at pregnancy crisis centers. Here in Massachusetts, these so-called crisis pregnancy centers outnumber genuine abortion clinics by three to one. She says women walk into the centers believing they'll get abortions. Instead, they try to talk women out of it. She calls it a bait and switch. They are giving it over to people who wish them harm. And that has to stop. We need to put a stop to that in Massachusetts right now. I, I, he just said, whoa. I mean, like. Sickening. I'm, I'm, I, I. You know, I'm in a talk radio business. Content creation is my my space. I don't I don't even know what else to say. Again, remember Kaiser Sose, greatest trick the devil ever pulled is getting you to believe he doesn't exist. That is, you are looking right there at genuine evil. This is a, a really indecent human being who has abused and abused the goodwill of people for her entire life to get power, to then abuse that power. To make sure pregnancy centers, which offer lifelines to women looking to terminate the life of their child, she wants that stopped. Sorry to start on a dour note, but I want to come in with like, hey, look, here's the family vacation stuff because, you know, serious stuff going on. And it's important we address that stuff first. But lighten up the mood a little bit after that. Um, folks, God is real. So evil is real, but God is real, too. I'm a believer. Um, I'm not your preacher. Uh, however, I'm not going to spin your wheels either. I believe in God. I believe in the existence of God. And I believe evil has to be real. Evil has to be real because it gives a foil for good. If we were happy all the time, we wouldn't know what happiness was, right? You would just know that that's what is, right? Happiness exists because it has a foil. God is real too when evil is the foil. And I had an opportunity to escape, took a vacation for about four or five days. I went to Jackson, Wyoming, spent some time in Jackson, Jackson Hole. I mean, what an absolutely glorious place. Republicans everywhere. One of the the most blood red places in the entire union. Not a densely populated state, but folks living in Florida, which I love, love, love Florida. Florida is very flat, as you can all geek. Can you vouch for me, Justin? You guys been here pretty flat, right? Like as flat as flat gets, like sea level flat. I mean, like like literally sea level flat, not figuratively, right? So Wyoming has these, the Tetons, the mountains, it the, the peaks. It is just God's magnificent creation. I think he created it up in that specific region for us to go and just sit there and watch. It was incredible. So I took a few photos um, of, of the experience uh, here's number one. Photo number one is of uh, this is Jenny Lake in Grand Teton National Park. It looks fake. It's me, my wife and daughter. If you're listening at home, it's it's me, Paula and Amelia. Uh, there's a lake and the Tetons behind us. It looks fake. Uh, what do you agree, guys? It looks painted in the back. It's not. 
That's God's handiwork. Someone painted it, God, but it's not a painting. It's very real. Um, here's me. This is, again, not a joke. Something I picture Photoshopped into someone's face. Here's me. We went uh, whitewater rafting. There were uh, some pretty decent rapids, but it wasn't a lot of the trip. I don't want you to think it was this way the whole time. So there's me and my buddy. And uh, I, I had to put two pictures in because one is my buddy eating uh, water, white water in front of him. And uh, then the second one is him rescuing us, looking like a bit of a hero. So we're actually in the wrong direction. But check that out. That's the Snake River. That was a blast. Uh, this is my daughter near uh, Old Faithful, which was amazing, too. Um, you see this, these brown, this brown and blue come out of the old faithful as it explodes like every hour and a half, the geyser just erupts. That's all the bacteria in there. It's just, the colors are just amazing. It's like nothing you've ever seen. Um, this is artist peak. Again, this looks fake. It's called artist peak or the grand Canyon of the yellow of the Yellowstone for a reason, because look at the background. That's a famous painting by Thomas Moran painted that it looks fake. It's not, that's me and my, the, the couple I want with their good friends of mine. That picture doesn't look fake. And here's a bear, a black bear that's not taken off the internet. Um, I actually came into contact with a black bear by accident. That is about 30 yards away. Uh, all, as I posted on my locals account elsewhere, all, all organisms are alive. Um, just quickly, we were, it's funny because we went on the multiple tours, right? And the tour guy was like, listen, it's really hard to see a bear. There aren't a lot of them. But keep your eyes out. So we went to Teton, Yellowstone. Like days go by, we see no bear. We're like super disappointed. I want to at least see a bear through the binos. We're leaving Yellowstone. No joke. There's a couple of cars on the side of the road and there's some people looking at something. So my buddy I was with, you saw in the pictures like, hey, man, pull over. I bet they see something. And I'm like, nah, keep going. He's like, no, because we were tired. He's like, no, we got to get out. We get out, we go, we look over this little gully like hill. There's the bear right there, like 30 yards away. I'm kidding you not, I'm not exaggerating. The, so the um, tour guide comes out and she runs over and she sees me. She's like, get away. We were, um, if this thing would have charged, there were a couple people there, were like 20 yeah. people there. So I think the bears, but the, we, I'm not kidding. That's my camera. 30 yards away. That's a black bear right up in my grill. We got back in the car. We're like, God blessed us. Like this, we were about to go home. Like the next day we go home and there you go. There's the bear right there. Like, wait, it was the bear had the cub nearby too. So we got out of there oh, quick. You don't want to yeah. mess with bears with their cub. Oh yeah. 30 yards is, is pretty close, man. If he decided Brother, to run. I'm not messing with you. If, oh, we would have been dead. That thing would have been on you in two, two seconds. You would have been dead. And, but we didn't see it because it was down at like this, there was like a little uh, elevation. So when we popped over the hill, we were like, and then there's this, it's it, one more, I'm sorry. I don't, but there's this couple and they they were, um, they were like, I don't know what, what language I didn't, I wasn't, I was just focused on the bear, but it wasn't English. And they were like, so excited. You're walking closer to the bear. And my tour guide lady's like, get away. And then they like got back to the car quick. So there's a picture of my experience. God is real. That beauty is real too. He painted that the greatest painter in the world. I can't recommend Jackson and Jackson Hole, Wyoming enough. If you have the opportunity, go out there and open your eyes. All right, let's get back to um, some political stuff that happened. Because Brandon, wait, it's not, hold on. Let's go, Brandon Cowbell, making its appearance on a Thursday because we haven't been here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, I want to remind you about something about one, how off, obviously, how awful Brandon and the White House is right now, otherwise known as Joe Biden. We know that. But I want to remind you about something I've been discussing on the show for a very long time. I call it the David Dinkins effect. 
The David Dinkins effect is this. Dinkins was the mayor of New York City when I lived there. He was one of the worst mayors uh, in the history of any big city anywhere in the United States. He was so bad that even though the city was eight or 10 to one Democrat to Republican, they elected Rudy Giuliani after David Dinkins because the city was in such bad shape with Dinkins. So what's the Dinkins effect? The Dinkins effect is this. The media is, is obviously liberal. We get that. That's not like breaking news. Okay. Uh, but the liberal media will never, ever, ever stop defending liberalism. It doesn't matter how much cancer it causes, how many hosts it kills, how many forests it burns down, how many civilizations it destroys. The media is in love with liberalism. They will do anything to defend the liberalism. When you enact liberalism like Dinkins does, therefore, they have two choices, right, Joe? Because you're going to enact liberal policies like Dinkins are going to do what? They're going to eat the city alive because right. liberalism is a cancer, Right. So in order to save liberalism, the Dinkins effect is this. The media will always throw the person under the bus and make you believe it was the person, not liberalism, that did it. Don't ever forget that. You'll see it over and over and over again. The Jimmy Carter presidency, oh, it's just Carter. He was weak. It wasn't Carter. It was that Carter did a lot of liberal stuff. He actually did some conservative stuff too, believe it or not. But that's not, it's, it, they'll always blame the person. They eventually turned on Dinkins, the media. Not because they wanted to do the right thing, because they had to save liberalism and say Dinkins did it. Don't ever forget that. It is the oldest trick in the media book. And once you see it, you will never unsee it. The irony of this is these disgusting people in the media will throw under the bus the same people they backed up in order to save liberalism. And you're seeing it right now from Joe Biden. Joe Biden did exactly what liberals want, Joe. Exactly what he wanted. They wanted. He spent a lot of money, been threatening tax hikes. He's been threatening oil companies, threatening the Green New Deal. Everything the liberals have wanted, he has done. And instead of the media who love liberalism selling, oh, you know, selling Biden, how great he is, they are now throwing Biden under the bus because the liberalism they wanted is the cancer and is destroying the host right now. The Wall Street Journal has an amazing piece on this, and it shows you. It proves a couple points. Number one, numero uno, the Dinkins effect is real. The media is now doing the transition where they're going to start to blame Biden and make pretend liberalism isn't the problem. You got it? That's really important. Point number two, Joe Biden has probably the worst political instincts of any politician in modern American history. Hands down. Bill Clinton understood this. Bill Clinton left office even after her, her in the White House with the her, her, you know what I'm saying? Bill Clinton left office. If you don't know what that means, don't ask your parents yet until you're at least 18. What her, her means, right? Yeah. Everybody else knows what it means. Justin's still a little confused, which is good. You're still young. Okay, don't ask me, please. We go to church. I'm going to get it there. But Bill Clinton left office with 60% approval. Why? His political instincts were to not do liberalism. They were to not do liberalism. Bill Clinton gave a speech. Look it up. The era of big government's over. That's a Clinton speech. Look it up. And he left office with 60% approval because he knew the liberals would drive him off a cliff after he tried liberalism. Remember, Joe, in his first term, he tried Hillary Care, yeah, all the stuff with the military. And then Dick Morris came in and said, hey, Bill, Bill, daddy-o, that's not the way it's going to work, pal. Liberals suck. It's a cancer. Get away from them and you'll be popular. And he was. Biden has no freaking political instincts at all. He's a moron. I'm telling you, he's a moron. 
He does whatever liberals want. Wall Street Journal, great piece. The Beltway's case of Biden remorse. The Democrats and media who pushed his agenda are now blaming the president for failure. There it is. There it is. There it is. That's that uh, but Leo DiCaprio giphy you see on, from uh, that Hollywood movie, right? But he's pointed at the screen. There it is. That's the Dinkins effect right there. Biden, go do liberal stuff. We love liberalism. He does liberal stuff. It explodes. Blame Joe Biden. Dinkins effect. Here, from the piece. Go down the list. This is a quote. Go down the list of progressive policies Biden embraced, only to see them backfire. Assaults on fossil fuels contributing to $5 a gallon gas. School lockdowns and woke instruction inspiring a parental revolt for school choice. The threat of taxes and regulations, even as economic growth slows to a trickle in the last six months. You'd be angry, too, if you did everything progressives asked. It all turned snake eyes. And then the same progressives in the media blamed you for the results. There it is. Leo DiCaprio, Giffy guy. Snapping a couple. There it is. Guy has no political instincts. Any savvy Bill Clinton-like Democrat would have picked, on, uh, picked up on exactly what liberals were doing him, pushing him off a policy clip with liberal policies that can't possibly work. Taxes, attacking the oil business, printing money we don't have. And they would, of course, corrected like Clinton did. Biden has none of those instincts. The bad news is it's going to get worse. We've got to deal with about two more years of this. I'm convinced we'll recover. I am. I don't just say that to virtue signal. I have no time for that kind of nonsense. I think we will recover. I think a political revolution is around the corner, oriented in the direction of liberty and freedom. But Biden has zero political instincts, folks, and things will get worse. It's because he loves having his ass kissed by the liberal left to the only people left who pat him on the back because they know he's the useful idiot they've always wanted. The irony here is that the media and the far left will continue behind the scenes to rub his shoulders and then in public as they do what he wants and they destroy the country because that's liberalism's goal. They'll blame Biden for the destruction to avoid the political repercussions. It's really it is really a stunning, stunning act of just pure, unadulterated evil, just like you saw with Elizabeth Warren and Joe Biden's too dumb to see it. And so are his advisors. Too dumb to see it. Dick Morris, go back and work for Joe Biden. Maybe we'll save the last couple of years of the country from this guy and his, uh, and his, and his moronic behavior. All right, uh, let me get to my next sponsor. I want to show you again how it's only going to get worse from this point. This is a weak Weak, pathetic, corrupt human being with zero political instincts at all. He is very dangerous, Biden. Very dangerous. Heavy show for the open today. Well, light stuff in there, too. Pictures, man. Amazing. You should have been there. Unbelievable. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. All right, back to the show. 
awful political instincts, the Dinkins effect, the media is going to start to throw Biden under the bus to save liberalism. Biden cannot see it. He's too stupid. Here, where do we go every morning for what the kooky liberals are thinking about and pushing Biden to do? Political playbook, the Bible of stupid liberalism every morning. Here you go. It's July 7th. It's July 7th. Yes, it is. It is July 7th, folks. There it is. July 7th, 2022. Political playbook. What Biden's friendly critics want him to do. So just to be clear, Joe, liberals tell him to do liberal stuff. Yeah. Liberalism kills the host because it's a cancer. Right. And then instead of saying, hey, Joe, we're sorry we made you do liberal stuff. They attack Biden publicly for doing liberal stuff to cover for the liberal stuff they wanted him to do. There it is. Leo DiCaprio Giffy guy. Now here's what they want him to do, which will decimate and destroy his the, the small sliver of credibility. And I mean small. This guy has left with the lunatic crowd. They want him to hit the court, not just his decisions consistently. So they want him to just blame the Supreme Court for basically everything he's doing right now. Blame the Supreme Court, number one. But number two is even worse. Get Dick Morris. Go call him now. Number two, they said, don't take court expansion. In other words, court packing. They love how they call it expansion. Don't take court expansion off the table. You see how they play the verbal games, folks? It's not a mistake by Politico. Don't take it off the table. Instead, they say the president should let advocates campaign to grow support for the proposal. Court pack. Court pack. I'm telling you now to all the dipwad, zero liberals. I was going to say more, but I'll stop. You want to destroy the constitutional republic. Well, I know you want to do that, but you want to speed up the process? Do court packing. Go for it. I'm telling you, if you do it, I will use every single microphone, cell phone, computer, social media account, every single thing I have to encourage the Republicans from this point on for every justice you add in your court packing scheme to the Supreme Court that we should add two to three. And I won't stop. I will name names, everything. You got effed last time, pardon my language, hard when you dumped the filibuster on court appointments. That's how we got three justices on the Supreme Court. That was your idea. Your idea. You want to rock and roll with this court packing. You go right ahead. I'm not going to stop you. I'm telling you it's a stupid idea. It will ruin Biden forever. His legacy will be nothing more than to be the corruptocrat, which it is now, but it'll be even worse. Every single justice, I will lobby for three more. I don't care if there's 700 justices on the Supreme Court. You want a parliamentary system in the Supreme Court and another branch of political government rather than a court system? You go right ahead. You watch how quickly they say we're going to cut the number of justices back to nine. This, there's not a story right now. Sorry, I don't mean to go on. There's not a story right now that infuriates me more than this one. And Republicans, you better wake up. You should put it out right now. McConnell should put it out right now. But we are fully against court packing. But if liberals get it on the record, decide to move forward, we will add two and three for every justice you add. Then you add six, we'll add 12. Brandon, of course, in the White House, who has zero political instincts at all, is, to be fair, now still against it. Again, I, I, I have to do journalism because journalists won't, even though calling me a journalist would be an insult. He's still uh, advocated against it. You watch, that's going to change too. He is weak, weak and pathetic and a coward. 
it gets worse. Worst instincts I have ever seen in a politician anywhere, Joe Biden. That's why I'm telling you, this core packing scheme is going to move ahead. Just the news. This is an actual story. Be in the newsletter. Bongino.com slash newsletter if you want to check it out. Biden to allow some migrants with terrorist ties into the country, raising security concerns. A new administration rule could potentially endanger Americans, security experts warn. Now, forget about Dick Morris for a second. That was Bill Clinton's political advisor. That's why I bring his name up. Any sane person in the White House would be horrified about a headline like this. Can you imagine a headline in a major news outlet like John Solomon's Just the News? Saying that you're revising rules to let people into the country who could have terror ties, you would be, you would run for the hills. Not Biden. The worst political instincts I have ever seen in my life, hands down. The verdict is in, the jury is ruled. Here it is. He's shaking his head. Why? Just because he's a moron. Here, just the news. Quote Last week, the state and homeland security departments announced they'd altered the Immigration and Nationality Act, a federal law, to grant entry into the U.S. and other, quote, immigration benefits. This is going to get benefits, too. To those who provided, quote, limited or insignificant material support to designated terrorist organizations. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! Ma! Ma! What is she doing back there? What is she doing? I can never figure out what she's doing. We can't figure out what they're doing back there. So don't worry, Joe. Don't worry. Mom, when she's making the meatloaf, is saying, this is just limited terrorist ties meatloaf, Joe. It's not a big deal. It's just limited. As long as you only limited your terrorist involvement. You know, maybe you made some donations. You only whacked two people. You know, could have whacked 100. Yeah, you know, let's say some of these terrorist cartels or uh, Islamo radicals go out and they whack and behead 10 people. You're like, dude, I only beheaded one of them. Limited, limited, limited insignia. Let them in. Justin says, let him in. Let him in, Joe. Limited support. He, he, only, he only beheaded one guy. One guy. And he only supported materially six suicide bombers, not 20. Just let him in. Let him in. Let him in. Bring it back. Like my friend said about a potato when he thought it was a mistake, when he yeah. thought it was a potato. Bring it back. Bring it back. If you know the story, it's a P1 thing. Bring it back. Let him in. This is any sane president discounting Brandon. Any sane president would say, what the, are you, are you crazy? He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He, I'm telling you folks, I know people on the inside with this guy. He is a moron. He is not only a moron. He is a moron who's losing the, the, the few dendrite axon connections he has in his cerebral cortex. He is losing his mind. He, uh, <laughs> He says he's trying to, destroy. of course he's trying to destroy the country. I did a whole thing on Fox. You were here. You were producing it. We, we, I did a whole segment on this. This has to be intentional. He didn't have any doubts before, but maybe he had a sliver of doubt. Brandon was doing this on purpose. Now he said, no, no, dude, you're, you're right the whole time. You're right the whole time. I'm not done. I'm not even, the scary part is I'm not even done. They're going to, I guarantee you the court packing proposal is going to happen. The terrorists being let in. Here's another, I read this. Now, by the way, I put a Reuters story up because Reuters is an authorized opinion checker, Joe, otherwise known as fact checker. Right. Whether, you know, hilariously called fact checkers. Reuters has a fact checking operation. So I would love to see Reuters because the fact checkers are going to be all over this story. I would love to see Reuters fact check their own story. So that's why I use Reuters and not a conservative outlet. I'd love to see them because this is this is one of those stories. If you know the 
fact checkers, which are really opinion checkers. This is the kind of story they sniff out. They are so eager to debunk on a technicality. So I use Reuters themselves. Let's see them debunk their own story. Oil from the U.S. Reserve sent overseas as gasoline prices stay high. <laughs> you you got to read this story. You have got, it's in the show notes today, the newsletter. You have got to read this story. So we have the SPRO, Strategic Petroleum Oil Reserve, right? That's where we keep emergency, emergency oil. This is about 700 million barrels. God forbid there was some national embargo, military crisis. We have this strategic emergency reserve because Biden, who is doing everything he can to stop domestic oil production, doesn't want to tell the radical left that's ruining his presidency because he's a coward and a chump, the cancerous left, to go pound sand and produce more oil. He thinks it's more convenient to drain our emergency supplies, which in itself is a political suicide story. Now imagine this angle. We exported 5 million of those barrels over to China. Tucker covered it last night. The story is so hard to believe that, again, if this was any normal politician who had an IQ anywhere close to double digits, they would say, stop this immediately. Not Brandon. He has no political instincts. He is, the guy is a garbage person. He's tapping our emergency energy supplies in the event of a massive military conflict and shipping them to a nuclear-powered enemy, China, threatening to invade Taiwan. Reuters story. Fact check it yourself, fellas. I'm going to prove to you how bad it's gotten for him in a second. I got some other stuff I want to get to as well. How bad it's gotten for this guy right now. His numbers and the fact that even... Politicians who are trying to pretend to be moderates where the Scranton kid, Joe Biden, used to be pretend to be too, they're running from this guy. No one wants anything to do with this guy. Remember the immortal words of one Barack H. Obama. Don't underestimate Joe's ability to F things up. It's the one time we're all going to agree with Barack Obama. I got two stories coming up next proving to you how bad it's gotten for this lunatic in the White House. So because we always bring receipts on this show, um, and we don't just speculate randomly without saying as much. Sometimes you have to speculate on things. We obviously can't predict the future. Unless you're Tom Kircher, fact checker at PolitiFact. In that case, the future is yours, baby. He's the Stygian witches of fact checkers. Political playbook again. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's, uh, this is the, uh, I, totally, I totally screwed this one up. That's, uh, I'm sorry, guys. That's the, that, that, that's the second quote, but leave that for the, you can leave it, leave it. Don't even worry about editing the show. I see you getting ready to take it. It's totally my fault. I put these guys, I put a playbook thing in there in the wrong spot. I did. Yeah. Don't, don't edit it. It's totally leave my fault. In. Put it up. Yeah. Yeah. Leave it in, leave it in, put it up anyway, though. What the hell? There was a, <laughs> uh, a GOP gubernatorial, but yeah, cause I want to get this in there. Right. This guy gave a great answer. I'll get back to the Biden thing in a second. Seriously. I don't want to waste your time. And it's totally my fault. There's this GOP candidate for governor in Michigan, Ryan Kelly. Uh, they know he was arrested last month on charges related to the January 6th riot at the Capitol as political playbook. He was asked a question about January 6th. This is the greatest response I've ever heard. His response about January 6th, Joe, he goes, yeah, January 6th, 2021, back when gas was under $2 a gallon, those were good times. <laughs> now that's a quote. There you go, Ryan Kelly. That's a quote. Now back to my other story about how awful he is. Brandon. So J.D. Vance is now the Republican nominee for the U.S. Senate seat in Ohio. I like J.D. Vance a lot. He's running against Tim Ryan, who has 
projected himself forward falsely so as some kind of like Scranton kid, moderate, you know, Notre Dame fighting Irish guy, not liberal Democrat. He's a kooky lib, okay? This guy loved Joe Biden, Tim Ryan. Loved, worshiped, genuflected in front of Brandon at every opportunity. Now, all of a sudden, kind of weird. Biden went out to visit Ohio the other day, and Tim Ryan, Democrat nominee for the, uh, for the Senate show, is nowhere to be found. Kind of weird. So J.D. Vance put this little ad together. This is just a cut from it. It's not the whole thing. Showing how Ryan used to praise Joe Biden, and now all of a sudden, no one wants anything to do with the metastasizing cancer of a presidency known as Brandon. Check this out. I think things are really shifting here for Joe Biden, and, uh, and I'm predicting a Joe Biden win in Ohio. Tim, you've been so great the whole campaign. Thank you very, very, very much. I heard you in an interview today really not answer if you want President Biden on the campaign trail in Ohio, the sitting president of the United States. I didn't hear an answer to that. Do you or do you not? My answer was I want to be the face of this campaign and I don't want any distractions. I don't need anybody to prop me up like J.D. Vance did. Even from the sitting president of the United States of your party, right? I'm sorry. Hey, dude, you were like a big uh, Biden guy. He's coming to your state and and what? Oh, you don't want anything to do with him anymore? Do you realize how? Listen, quick story here. Hold on. I'm going to take a note so I don't forget this later. Michigan story. Because I don't want to forget this on a radio show. Sorry. I don't mean okay. to burden you down with the minister. Joe. I was like, okay, yeah, you're Thanks, Joe. I appreciate that. You're welcome, pal. So at the, <laughs> at the end of the Bush presidency, right? The end of the George W. Bush presidency, second term. So we obviously can't run again. His popularity, folks, was low. It was really bad. I mean, it wasn't as bad as Brandon's is right now, but it was bad. I remember doing an event in Michigan. Kind of fits well with that last thing, the Michigan guy. I forget who it was for. It was a fundraising type event. I want to say where specifically. But we're there, and they have in these things, these gripping grins where, you know, you take a picture, you shake his hand, and you... And the way it works in presidential politics is in order to get into these like grip and grins and these small events, you got to donate, Joe, like obscene amounts of money. It's like you got to donate 10,000 to the national party, 10,000 to the Michigan GOP, 10,000 to this game. You know what I'm saying? It's like crazy. Whatever the limits are, I'm not just making it, but then it's an obscene amount of money. It winds up being like 30 to 50 K to get into these things. By the time you got to have real money to dump that on a one hour event, right? We went to this event and I think, I don't know, they were expecting like 150 people, whatever it was. I think like 40 people showed up. Like it was just, I can't even explain to you, like, even though I was on the security side, not the political side, just the down kind of dour, almost like you were witnessing a slow death thing. That's what's happening now with Biden. And he's only two years in. He's not even a lame duck. He technically could run again. He says he's going to run again. This guy should be at the peak of his influence and power, and nobody wants anything to do with this guy. I can't imagine. I mean, listen, it, it, it's terrible for the country because we got to deal with this guy. I can't even imagine on the Democrat side how they must look at this and just feel that same thing I felt with for Bush that I felt terrible for him. I mean, I'm not even a Bush guy, and it was just like, it was just bad. It was just bad energy there. Here, again, we always bring the receipts. Paul Bedard, Washington Examiner. Lowest confidence in a presidency ever recorded. Gallup. Never seen anything like this in my life. A guy with no political instincts at all. Zero. And we've got two more years. We've got to deal with this guy, folks. It's very dangerous. All right, let me move on to my next story. 
Uh, it's kind of a theme to today's show. I try to uh, weave through evergreen themes of them so it all makes sense. People think in narratives. It's not Biden. It's liberalism. Yeah, yes, Biden's weak. He's a coward. He has no political instincts. He's corrupt. He's always been corrupt. He's a genuinely awful human being. Okay, Biden, he went from trying to be likable to now not giving a damn about anything at all. The problem, however, isn't Biden. It's liberalism. Liberalism is the issue. Bad people. I'm serious, folks. It sounds terrible to say, but bad people throughout human history, power hungry people have managed to marshal together and do some good things. Now, Joe, their motives might be wrong. Mm -hmm. They may do good things because they want accolades and want to be praised, not because they believe in it. I mean, I, I don't want to say names but because it was a private conversation, but there's someone I spoke to very influential in the conservative movement who swears that this conservative figure out there is like, only does it because he loves himself. I, I don't care. I don't want to date the guy, Joe. I just want to make sure he does conservative <laughs> right. stuff. That's the point. You know, that's the point I'm trying to make. Some people are like that. They'll do bad stuff. They're, they're really bad people. Biden is a genuinely awful human being. That's not a, but showing you it's liberalism and not just Biden. Actions matter. Talk is cheap, right? What you do matters. Here's a news report about a guy who is, is, is the worst of all world. He has awful political instincts, but thinks he doesn't. Gavin Newsom is as egocentric and shallow a human being as you will ever meet in your life. He wasn't always like that from people who know. He wasn't, he is now the most shallow. This is a guy who there is nothing he loves more than a mirror. Oh, look, he stops at every mirror to look at himself. He's that guy, Joe, in the, you know, does this, which, you know what I'm saying? He stops at the mirror and does a flight. That's Gavin Newsom. This guy is a lunatic. He wants to run for president. Here's a news report. He was caught this weekend. You may have heard this story. He was busted in Montana, a state where California has banned travel to because California is full of lunatics. I want you to listen to how his team tried to cover this one. Check out this news report. Governor Gavin Newsom is vacationing in Montana this week to visit his in-laws. Anthony York, a spokesperson for the governor's office, said on Twitter that Newsom is on vacation with his family. He will return later this week. But what has some people peeved is that Montana is one of 20 states on a list of states banned from official state-funded travel. So just to be clear, you are not allowed to be a California state worker and use state funds to travel to Montana because it's a Republican state and a red state. But Gavin Newsom has no problem with that. I'd like to know, was there any payments made to his security detail over there? They may not, but I'd like an update on that. Actions matter, folks. Your talk means nothing. Your talk doesn't mean anything to me. Media people, journalists, air quotes, liberals. Let me throw this beam in right here. Anyone those meet the Fokker moments, right? That's an O. That's an O. Nobody cares what you say. People are ignoring you. Trust in the media is at an all-time low. People think you're tools. I care what you do. You say you hate Republican states. You hate Ron DeSantis. You hate Montana. You hate Wyoming. It's kind of strange. Because all we see you doing is going and moving to those states at every opportunity, which tells me you're full of it with an SH in front of it. Here's a cron story. Priscilla Aguirre. Study breaks down most important question. Why are Californians moving to Texas? Recent research suggests California's tax hikes from nearly a decade ago caused a large number of wealthy residents to leave the state, according to the study. 
Again, I'm not interested in what you say. You lie. Liberals lie about everything. Collusion, the Spygate story, the Hunter Biden laptop. Liberals lie about everything. Trust nothing. How do you know a liberal's lying? His lips are moving. That's how you know a liberal's lying. I'm not interested in what you say. It's a lie. I'm interested in what you do. Newsom vacations in Montana. Californians telling you they love taxes and big government, yet doing everything they can to move away. You're full of it. You're full of it. Shut your mouth. You're full of it. Go sit in the corner and shut up. You're full of crap. You're a liar. You may love the mirror, but you're looking back at a phony and a fraud. Here's another piece from a local station down here by me, WPTV. Surge of New Yorkers relocating to Florida, new numbers show. Now, here's an anecdotal. I just showed you a study. People are leaving California because of taxes. Not the only reason, but one of the main ones, right? Here's an anecdotal story about a real estate guy who keeps talking to people moving down into Florida from liberal New York. Many of his clients say they're fleeing because of COVID and looking for lower taxes. The no income tax is a very significant break from New York. So if you live in Manhattan, you have city, state, and federal tax levy said. I threw a little anecdotal story in there in case you don't believe in studies. And you just like word of mouth instead. Word of mouth doesn't work for you either. Let me give you more word of mouth. We live down here. Guy's been here like a year. Justin, you've been here your whole life, right? How bad has traffic gotten since you've been down here? Uh, horrendous. Martin Highway, not far from where I live. Used to get on that five o'clock to be some cars there. No big deal. It looks like the freaking LIE up in New York right now. Wow. It's, 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 it's insane. You can't get anywhere. Joe visited me down here. Even when you visit, it's totally different now. Yeah. Everybody's moving down here because what they do is not what they say. They are liars. Liberals lie about everything. Their lips are moving. They're lying. Oh, we love taxes and big government. Okay, how show me a property in Florida. I have to do nothing. I don't have to deal with big government or taxes. Okay, getting back to the show. I'm not wasting your time. I predicted years ago that cancel culture would eventually turn cannibalistic. I hate, I hate to beat this horse, uh, folks, uh, uh, but it's important you're reminded why. Conservatives, Republicans, and libertarians have learned to largely ignore cancel culture libs. We've created a parallel economy, even have the website, paralleleconomy.com is mine. We have uh, Rumble. We, you now have Parler. You have Truth. You have Getter. You have all these alternative platforms. Listen, they may not be as big as the other ones. The point is you have options. They don't have to be as big. You just need somewhere to go. True Social is growing like crazy. And my feedback there is amazing. We have alternatives, okay? We have learned to ignore these idiots. The problem with ignoring these cancel culture lib idiots sitting in their mama's basement watching porn all day, smoking dope or whatever, right? The problem is they find power in canceling people. So if they can't cancel us because we give them the middle finger, right? They have to turn on themselves. I warned about this years ago when I was in my Palm City house. It was going to eat itself alive. It's not going to happen overnight, but it's going to happen. This story, it just nails it, nails it. The blaze. Quote, queer-owned leftist cafe in Philadelphia gets shut down by its woke employees for not being left-wing enough. <laughs> Folks, you got to watch the hostage video. So the owners of this, quote, queer-owned leftist cafe in Philly, who, by the way, had committed fully to the woke agenda, got canceled by their own woke because they weren't woke enough. 
Libs of TikTok posted this video. The owners of the cafes called Mina's World. The owners, apparently, after they got called out for not being woken up, posted this video. Here's about 30 seconds of it, where they agree to like turn the business over to the Wokatarians, who I heard on a news report, I'm not sure if it's true, then tried to sell the business that they got from the Wokatarian bosses. Watch this. This is one of the most pathetic things you'll ever see. Here's the, uh, the, the hostage video we've seen. Unfortunately, all too common on the left. Check this out. This is Sonam. And Kate. From Mina's World. Um, we're going live as part of a radical accountability process. Um, we're complicit in the gentrification and anti-blackness on 52nd Street. We put our community at risk with our presence um, as well as our workers. And particularly, this was highlighted by an action from us, and we are here to take responsibility um, for that inaction and for the harm that we caused. Oh my gosh. These two over here, like, they can't get it. This is, and they've already seen it too. I mean, so it's Joe. <laughs> so Orwellian, dude, you know? Oh Man. my gosh. Isn't it? The, the, even the, yeah. we are so sorry for our role in the destruction of mankind and civilization. <laughs> we apologize. <laughs> We are turning over our business now to the Wokatarians who then tried to turn around and sell. It gets worse. This isn't the only cancel culture eating itself. They've run out of victims on our side. We don't care. We just ignore them. Buzzfeed. Remember that show, Friends? The co-creator. Okay. I, 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 by the way, let me just say before I read this headline, sorry, but, but let me just preface this whole thing. I read this story three times and I still don't get it. I don't know if I'm slow or what I'm just saying something's not working out, but it, it, the whole point of the story is that they're eating themselves. Hollywood's eating itself. No. Friends, the co-creator of the show called Friends, Marta Kaufman, says she regrets misgendering tra Chandler's transparent, saying, quote, pronouns were not yet something I understood. I I'm hesitant to even explain this because, again, I've read it three times. Chandler, if you did not grow up in the 90s, was the Matthew Perry character in Friends. He's not real, okay? Chandler's not a real person. So he doesn't have a transparent. There is a character who may have been a transparent, transparent, not transparent, right? May have had a trans-parent. He's not real. So I guess the parent, I tried to figure this out, was... I, I don't even know how to explain it anymore. All I, the parent was a, the father who was his, I don't even know. And they called the father, the father when it, that this, the liberals are saying it's the mom. I don't even know. Read it yourself. I can't even understand it. The point is that's because I'm sane that I don't get it. These idiots will eat themselves alive. You are not wasting your time here. It is not going to happen overnight, but I'm telling you, it's coming to an end. It is coming to an end. Mark my words. There's not going to be anyone left soon. All right. Uh, just a quick note before we go. The jobs numbers came out today. They were a little better than expected, which is obviously good news. I don't, I mean, I don't wish ill on the economy, even with Brandon in the White House. People got to survive. I don't want to see people suffer and starve to death to make a political point. Having said that, as I said to you before, the PPI numbers and the inflation numbers, they accumulate, the, the trauma accumulates over time, folks. Um, I think we're in real trouble at the end of these summer months. I think we're going to start to see layoffs. And once that turns, I think things could get ugly. So um, 
just be very careful. Don't get too excited. I'm not trying to talk down the economy like liberals do. I think there are a lot of people still looking for help in light of the uh, COVID recovery. But the PPI numbers, what producers are paying for stuff and, and labor, it's, it's eventually it's got to come down to you. Those prices got to come down to you. And sooner or later, people just can't afford it anymore. So I'm really nervous about it. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Don't miss the radio show later. And please set your DVR. I should have said it. Thank you for making us number one again, my Fox show Saturday night. Um, we were the number one show in cable on Saturday, even though it was a special and we had to record it a little earlier. It didn't matter. The content, we, we, we were on fire with it. But um, thank you. It means a lot. Your support means the world to me. I will never, ever forget, ever, who got us here. Unfiltered, Saturday night, 9 o'clock. Set your DVR. Oh, questions, questions. I got to write that down. Questions for tomorrow. If you'd like to submit a question for the show for the questions for Dan segment, go to Locals, the Locals app. I'm at D. Bongino. Or my true social, I'll post the post up there. It says questions for tomorrow's show. Thanks for tuning in, folks. See you on the radio show later. You just heard Dan Bongino.